Something unprecedented is happening in professional basketball in the United States this weekend, this Saturday night, tomorrow night. It's a big deal. I have the San Francisco Chronicle's Sam Gordon here to talk about what exactly is happening tomorrow night that impacts not only the WNBA, but the NBA as well. The Locked On Women's Basketball Podcast, it starts right now. Ogumba Wallet for the win! You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello and welcome. You are locked on to women's basketball. I'm Jackie Powell, and I am one of your Friday hosts, mostly uh, on the program. As many of you know, I cover the New York Liberty at the next, and I've covered women's basketball nationally at many other places. I want to thank you for making Locked on Women's Basketball your first listen each and every day. And remember, that Locked on Women's Basketball is brought to you by everyone at The Next, a place where we cover women's basketball all the time, and we tell the stories that need to be told each and every day. Subscribe now to support the staff at The Next that works oh so hard to bring you this coverage that matters oh so much, and that is $9 a month, $72 per year. Remember that this podcast, the Locked on Women's Basketball podcast, is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. So last time I was here with you, dear listener, I had Rachel Galligan on, and she and I broke down why WNBA free agency has looked and continues to look a bit strange. It was the slow burn thing, and then it was a rapid fire, and now we're in like a weird slow burn in between thing once again, because rosters haven't been completely set. There's still free agents on the board. But anyway, our show today is about something that, as I teased before, it's about something that we've never seen in the WNBA and the NBA before. Sabrina Ionescu is going head-to-head in a three-point shootout against her childhood idol, Stephen Curry which is why I have Sam here, because he covers the Warriors for the San Francisco Chronicle. So in segment one, we're both going to discuss sort of how we got to this moment, this unprecedented moment. In segment two, we're going to talk about what and who and how, what are all the, the benefits here? What could this lead to? And why is this such a huge deal? And then in segment three, we're going to talk about Maybe some of the risks that come with doing this as people are comparing it to the battle of the sexes. And that was a bit of a hostile battle 50 years ago. So anyway, so Sam, thank you so much for being here. Um, As I said off air, I wanted to have you on for a couple of reasons. And so... You know, you're covering Stephen Curry and his team, the Warriors, but you also know quite a bit about the W as well. So 
just to give the listeners a sense of your background, what were you doing before being in the Bay Area covering the Warriors? Uh, well, first and foremost, Jackie, thank you for having me. Uh, pleasure to be on the podcast today. But before I was covering the Warriors, I was in Las Vegas uh, for seven years at the Las Vegas Review Journal, where one of my primary coverage responsibilities uh, was that of the Las Vegas Aces, right? I, I covered the Aces during the expansion season uh, 2018, uh, and then as a beat writer again in 2019 and 2021, and then was prominently featured uh, with our Aces coverage, or played a, a prominent role in our Aces coverage as a, as a features reporter and columnist my last two years last two years in Vegas, 2022 and 2023. So I uh, had the chance, right, to see the rise of, of the dynasty and, and see the dynasty at its apex. And, of course, you know, not just the Aces, but all the great players that came through the w, or in the WNBA that came through Las Vegas and Michelob Ultra uh, Arena. It was an absolute thrill uh, seeing, seeing how the community came to embrace the Aces, obviously seeing what they've built and seeing how the league in the last several years has ascended as well. So uh, this weekend's event, a big showcase moment, not only for Sabrina Ionescu, Obviously, the WNBA as well, and for Stephen Curry uh, and the NBA. So, so really cool to see uh, her get center stage opposite Steph Curry at, at All Star Weekend. It's going to be a fun event uh, in Indianapolis. Oh, absolutely! And I, I think you were there for some uh, Sabrina Ionescu coming out parties where she'd just go over to Vegas and just shoot the lights out of the ball. And Becky Hammond would always just be either shaking her head or just sort of like in disbelief. Why weren't we hedging her more? All of the things. So, you know, you have seen both of these incredible shooters live and in person. So I think where I want to, to I guess, start or continue discussing this is how exactly did we get here, right? Like, I think yeah. it's important that we... We talk about how we got here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. So, I mean, Steph Curry's story at this point, we all we all know that greatest three point shooter in NBA history, a litany of records, the four championships to go with it. Anyway, you want to dice it up. One of the greatest players in NBA history, the greatest shooter and unparalleled skill that he has brought to the NBA basketball court. Uh, it just so happens that Sabrina Ionescu grew up in the Bay. Right. Watching who? Uh, Steph Curry, you know, during his rise. Uh, during his rise to prominence, during the Golden State Warriors' ascendance, uh, that coincided with her, obviously, development as one of the premier high school basketball players in the country. And uh, and Stephen Curry, you know, keeps an ear, he keeps his ears open, right? He heard about who Sabrina Ionescu was, uh, was aware of her, this phenom in the Bay Area that's you know doing X, Y, and Z on the basketball court. And kind of organically, uh, the, the, the friendship just kind of developed, right? Her going to Oregon, playing games in the Bay Area, uh, when, when when the Ducks were in the Pac-12, RIP the Pac-12, by the way, but um, when, when the Ducks uh, were in the Pac-12 and, and, and a friendship forged uh, naturally, right, just over time. And we heard Sabrina Ionescu on the conference call the other day talk about how much she admires Stephen Curry, not only as a player, but as a person, who he is, how the person she saw on TV and in, in the interviews is really who he is, the genuine you know, caring family man that that's selfless in, in the way he leads his team and, and the, the way he competes. Um, so, yeah, the friendship started. And then, of course, Sabrina does what she does in Vegas. And who else is there to call but but Steph Curry, right? I mean, who else can relate to shooting the lights out like that? So, um, you know, they shared with us that kind of talks of the event that's going to happen this weekend started that night. We saw, you know, Sabrina Yasku issue her, her friendly challenge that night on Twitter. Um, I still call it Twitter, if that's okay. That um, is okay. On, twi <laughs> on Twitter, um, 
you know, issuing the challenge and, and, you know, the league figured it out, right? It's to, to their, the NBA's credit figured it out, you know, a time where both players would be available. Steph, of course, representing the Warriors in his 10th All-Star game going to be uh, in Indianapolis and USA basketball is, you know, going to be wrapped up with what Sabrina was doing with USAB. She's going to be able to pop into Indianapolis and lo and behold, you have the best shooter in the WNBA uh, squaring off against the best shooter in the NBA, uh, a supreme matchup of skill of shooting. And of course, uh, a matchup of great friends uh, that, that have a lot of mutual admiration and respect for one another. And I think ultimately that is what this is rooted in. Game recognized game, right? Two great shooters that want to have fun in the spirit of competition and do something that also happens to, you know, lift up um, women's basketball, the WNBA, the NBA, and basketball as a whole by sharing the platform in, in Indianapolis. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it was really interesting to to listen to that conference on Tuesday night and to hear Steph recall, well, it was fun to sort of watch his kids in the background, you know, trying <laughs> to see what was going on. And um, but also it was interesting to hear him talk about his memories with Sabrina and how it always will mean so much to him. The fact that she, you know, stopped what she was doing while playing for Oregon, she would come over and talk to his kids and she would take that time out from you know, warming up or having to be somewhere before playing. And so I think you mentioned this before. It's just their friendship is something organic. And I think they also mentioned that they want this event to be, to feel a little bit more organic and not to be like it's sort of checking off a box or for mm -hmm. optics or, or things of of that nature. And so I guess what I also wanted to ask you before we go to our first break is why exactly is Steph Curry the person on the NBA to do this? I mean, you obviously said that he is one of the greatest shooters of all time, but just in looking at the fact that this is, you know, he's facing against a WNBA player. I don't know if all NBA players would, I don't, I don't know what word to use, but would they be willing to do this? And he is more than willing to do this. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it speaks to who he is, right? I mean, it's, he's obviously one very secure. There's no hyper macho, hyper masculinity involved. That's not about that. It's about, he's a great shooter. She's a great shooter. And he wants to test his skills against somebody else that's also great at, at doing what he does best, which is shoot the ball. So uh, it's, it's big, it's, it's big for him to, to go out there and, 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 you know, be willing to, to, you know, quote unquote lose. He doesn't care if he does lose. It's because he's losing to a great competitor. It's not because he's, you know, quote unquote losing to a woman. There's none of that. That's not how Stephen Curry thinks. He thinks of, he thinks of Sabrina Ionescu as a, as a great basketball player, a great friend and a, a great shooter and uh, and because there's no ego to the way he carries himself, to the way he, you know, to the way he plays, to the to the kind of the team first, you know, orient that he plays basketball with. That's not just on the basketball floor. That's everywhere else. So uh, he, it's 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 only natural, right? It's not he's not even you know looking at it like a battle of the sexes type thing. He's looking at it as let's compete. You know, two great shooters. Uh, let, let's let's lace it up and and see what happens. And he even you know made mention specifically to that. This is the spirit of competition at its purest, right? Who's the best? And, and so I think what he's doing is, is obviously great, right? It's, it's uh, you know, a big part of this, as you alluded to, Jackie, is 
you know, tearing down some of the misnomers about women's basketball and, and some of the, the kind of the narratives, the lazy narratives and discourse we see. Now, if he can, if Stephen Curry can recognize that Sabrina Ionescu is as good of a shooter as there is in the world, then everybody else can too. So he's definitely doing that and it's, it's going to be fun. It's a great, again, a great showcase. So on that note, um, coming up, we're going to continue to dive into what benefits this contest provides to all of the parties and stakeholders involved. I mean, I may make some predictions. You may make some predictions. We'll see. But first, I do want to tell our listeners all about our partner, our partners at eBay Motors. And so I can find the overlay. Yes, thank you. So our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for your daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you the players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Marvin Bagley III. Bagley is Washington's likely starting center after Daniel Gafford, after the Daniel Gafford trade, and is worth grabbing for fantasy leagues. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So a funny story. On my way to covering a New York Liberty preseason game last year, so in 2023, my car's alternator broke. So I had no idea what an alternator was, but lo and behold, that's what eBay Motors is for. It's getting you the parts that you need that you might not even know exist. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. And it means that you can get to where you need to go. That means covering a basketball game. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your car needs, a eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you are burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, thank you, eBay Motors. And back to our program here. Before we get into the potential impact of this Stefan versus Sabrina shootout, I want to remind you all about Locked On Sports today. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for your 24-7 Covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever 24-7 streaming channel. Okay, we are now officially back to the program. 
So Sam, I'm going to punt this to you. What do you think both sides gain from this or will gain from this? And I know it's hard to prognosticate and predict, but I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, for 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 the WNBA, right? For Sabrina Ionescu, what an what an incredible showcase opportunity, right? For her to to, to showcase not only her supreme supreme shooting skill, uh, but for her being a steward of the league, a representative of the league, to have a featured role in All Star Weekend. That's not the celebrity game. It's not something like that, you know, where her, where she's commenting on the side. No, her skill. Her basketball skill is being featured, right? So I think it's a chance for people who don't necessarily know a lot about um, the women's game to see that. Look, yeah, the, the the physical, the physicality of the game in the NBA and the WNBA, obviously, that's different. But the skill is not right. Like you go to a WNBA practice, just like you go to an NBA practice, and the players knock down everything, right? When they're shooting by themselves, the skill level is right on par. So I think that's you know that from from, that, from her standpoint. From the WNBA standpoint, um, that's going to be on display, right? That that you have the chance to showcase that against Stephen Curry. For Stephen Curry in the NBA, um, he's a he's a he's long been an advocate for, for women's basketball, for the WNBA, for women in general, right? Take basketball out of it. You see, um, again, who he is in public. That's who he is behind the scenes. This is a this is not a misogynistic man. This is somebody that advocates for women. Uh, that wants women to have equal opportunities and that wants the league women that play basketball uh, to, to, to have a great opportunity as well. So for him and for the NBA, it goes to show that, hey, they do care, that they are invested in what's next for the WNBA. This is a growing league. We see the press releases that come out at the end of the, every season, the ratings, they continue to go up, 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 up and up. You get more and more star stars like Sabrina Inescu, like Asia Wilson, uh, so on and so forth. Chelsea Gray, Candace Parker, the list goes on and on. This is an opportunity for him to, to further uh, his advocacy and his partnership and, and help uh, the league get out on a bigger scale. So he, he talked about that at length, kind of the outcome that he wants. Um, I, I think it's I mean, it's it's there's a lot of upside for, for both parties. And, and again, just the actual you know, fun of, of a three point shooting contest between three, you know, two great shooters. It's an opportunity for, for Sabrina Ionescu to, you know, to, to lay the smack down on Steph and for Steph to, you know, he had mentioned that he's the challenger. Apparently they played some, so there's some shooting games privately. It gives him the opportunity to avenge his defeat, right? Don't, don't get me wrong. He obviously wants to beat Sabrina. She wants to beat him. So um, that, that we're going to see that, you know, all kind of come to life and, 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 it, that those two collectively featured uh, in prime time should be, you know, great exposure for everybody involved. Absolutely. I mean, I, I also think, and it's interesting you brought this up earlier. You talked about the celebrity game, and and I think the NBA has been trying to find ways to really work with the WNBA and feature it a little bit more organically. And and it's interesting you bring up Asia. Well, I mean, Asia is one of the best players in the world. I talked to her at one of her book release events last week. And so I said to her, I said, so, you know, you're coaching the celebrity game. You're, you're not playing. And she was like, yeah, you know, I, I realized it was sort of a waste of time. It was a waste of her time. You know, she felt very she wanted to, she was like, well, if I really wanted to, I could just go out and dominate. But she sort of felt a bit of a hesitation and like it wasn't sure. the right place and the right time because the tone of the celebrity game is it's sort of like a little bit of a circus. It's yeah. not really, you know, let's show off 
skill. And so mm -hmm. I think that word is something you and I keep coming back to, which is this is about skill. And this is about the fact that in the NBA and in the WNBA, the skill level, it's on the same plane. And so with the, the celebrity game, it's a little bit harder to sort of see that when you have WNBA players trying to adhere to this maybe goofier vibe rather than it being, okay, well, I'm just going to show everyone my bag. Here's a platform where Sabrina can just be herself. She doesn't have to, you know, adhere to anything else. And I think, I mean, I think it's a sign of a bit of a breakthrough, to be quite honest. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. Like you like you mentioned, going back to in terms of, play, you know, women's basketball players playing in, in the in the celebrity game, a little undermining in a way. Right. I mean, Asia Wilson is used to competing 100 percent against the best players in the world. Right. Like, And now she's got to let up to, you know, to compete against people who don't even play basketball. So um, I, I get I totally get that standpoint and, and, and where, where she's coming from in that regard. And that's why it is cool to have Sabrina Ionescu's skills featured because, again, among among the many stereotypes around the WNBA is that the skill level is not there. And again, I, I will affirm having covered the league for several years, being at practices, seeing Kayla McBride, uh, Kelsey Plum, Asia Wilson shoot by them. Like they are knocking everything down just like the NBA players are when they have the opportunity. The handles are tight, you know, coming around the cones and whatnot. Everything is right there with the NBA players, it's just, you know, they're different sizes. So it's a, it, it lends itself to a different kind of game, but the skill being showcased uh, is super important. I think, again, one of the most uh, critical elements of this is people are going to see that Sabrina Ionescu is an elite shooter of the basketball. If you didn't see that in July, you're going to have the opportunity to see it now and you're going to have an opportunity to see it being validated, her, her greatness uh, as a shooter and as a player by one of the greatest players in NBA history and Steph Curry. So, um, it's 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 I'm with you. This is definitely a breakthrough where it's an opportunity to showcase the abilities um, of a player and not so much, you know, tokenize uh, women's basketball players as being part of, you know, like you said, a sideshow celebrity game kind of circus. For sure. And before we, we head to our next break, I do just want to throw something out there and see what you think. But I was just sort of, I guess after the, the press conference or video conference on Tuesday night, I just was thinking and I was like, well, if this does really well, like this is airing on TNT and something related to the W besides Candace Parker being on TNT, <laughs> I don't think the W has had any real exposure on, on that network. And so I'm thinking, I'm like, hmm, if this contest does really well and people are really tuning into this and it exceeds expectations, I just wonder, could that lead to something down the line? You know, the WNBA's TV deal it with ESPN, it expires after the 2025 season. Uh, the WNBA is looking for partners that are willing to pay what it's worth. I just, I'm really curious if this is going to be something that could lead to something even greater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll know in a couple of days, but... Um, certainly the opportunity is there and having, I mean, we know what, how valuable of a partner TNT has been uh, to the NBA these last, you know, X amount of decades as, as the NBA comes up on their um, TV rights as well. So what could, what could, what could other partners mean for the WNBA? Obviously a lot, right? The league 
needs more partnerships in order to continue to grow and in order to continue to expand the revenue pool. It's obviously expanded, you know, over the past few years, but not where they want it to go. So great opportunity um, for, for, like you mentioned, for TNT to get, you know, to get involved, for it to be an all-star weekend where there are a lot of eyes on basketball and, you know, with football season out of the way, um, it's a lot of eyes on basketball. So, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see what those returns look like when the numbers get released next week. We will. We'll be keeping very close eyes on it. Anyway, so coming up in our final segment, we're going to discuss some of the risks that come with this, because especially we've seen there have been some comments online from NBA players that obviously don't share the same sentiment or one NBA player who doesn't share the same sentiment as Steph Curry. So we're going to sort of dive into that and sort of examine what that means. But first, I do want to remind our listeners all about our partner, Robin Hood. If I can find, here we go, Robin Hood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Well, Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info, claim as quarter one or Q1 2024 validated by Radius Gold Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match, which requires Robinhood gold for one year from the date of the first 3% match. You must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA is available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker dealer. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Well, thank you, Robin Hood. We appreciate that message. Now, back here I am with Sam Gordon of the San Francisco Chronicle, beat reporter or the beat writer for the Golden State Warriors. So, okay, we are here talking about the Stefan versus Sabrina three point shootout competition taking place on Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on TNT. 
So as I alluded to before, Sam, I do want to talk about some potential risk here. And so while both Stephen Curry and Sabrina Ionescu were saying this whole thing is a win-win, you know, this is no matter who wins, this is a win for the NBA and the WNBA. And we discussed why in the previous segment. But I, I guess what I want to ask you is, you know, how much hate really comes out of this if if Sabrina loses? I mean, it, it, it pains me to say that and it makes me feel uncomfortable to say it out loud, but I, I can't help but think about it especially because of the comments that we heard from Michael Porter Jr., where he was comparing WNBA players to ping pong players and then talking about lowering rims. And I was sort of like, well, has he never seen Brittany Griner play? <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, you know, his comments, right, are, are em- emblematic of a lot of like the, you know, the rhetoric or some of the kind of the mainstream stereotypes that you may see. Uh, around women's basketball, um, I, you know, the risk would be that those get brought back into the forefront for a night too, right? Um, if 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 she does have a, a bad performance or, or if, if she doesn't shoot the way she did in Las Vegas, um, I would counter to that by saying, look at how many NBA players during the three-point shootout struggle at the three-point line or during the three-point shootout. It happens, okay? It Off nights happen. There's a lot of pressure. Doesn't matter what your gender is. Or how you identify, like pressure can affect people, right? We've seen Sabrina Ionescu rise above it. Um, we certainly saw that on Thursday. This is a different kind of setting. I, I think she will, she will come out and shine. This is that's who she's been her, you know, essentially her whole basketball career. Somebody that relishes in the spotlight. I think she's going to come out and have a good showing. And in the event that she doesn't, uh, yeah, you might hear some of that rhetoric. Unfortunately, again, I'm here to remind you know listeners, people watching our show, Jackie. Look at all the, the historical performances in the NBA three-point shootout and how many of them weren't good. Did, did, did that baggage stick around with those players for the rest of their careers? No, it didn't. It shouldn't. It's silly. The, the fact that she is willing to, 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 to go on center stage and challenge the greatest shooter ever in a three-point shootout should be commended regardless of how um, this goes. I, I think conversely, if, if Sabrina Ionescu – um, beat Stephen Curry, right? Like what, what, what rhetoric would, would, would really surround, you know, him, right? It, it, I don't think it would be the same given, given, you know, his place in, in, in mainstream sports, what he's accomplished, just how famous he is and in, in, in his standing in basketball relative to Sabrina Ionescu. So it definitely, you know, we don't know this, right? This is just kind of basing off of what we've, what we've seen so far, again, some of the rhetoric and whatnot, but um, yeah, it's, it, there, there is that risk that that kind of misogynistic, those, those, uh, untrue assumptions and things about women's basketball get brought back into the forefront. Um, I, yeah. Again, I'm here to, to say, look, regardless of how this goes, it, this is awesome. Um, she is, is an ultimate competitor for wanting to do this. So is he. And if she struggles and so be it, then the world keeps, the world keeps spinning. He's going to play in the game on Sunday. She's going to finish her off season and come back with the New York Liberty this, this summer and try and lead them to a championship, just like she almost did this past year. So um, it's it's unfortunate that that there are kind of risks like that and that there is still that rhetoric lingering. But those are the people that, you know, hopefully in time can see how skilled she is, how skilled the players in the WR, how awesome that league is in general, the, the kind of environments. I mean, you've been to New York, you've been to Vegas, you've been all over the arenas, the energy in, the, in those arenas, what, what it can feel like. Hopefully they come around in time. You're not expecting a quick fix. I don't think 
you know, based on what they, the, the players said during their conference call, I don't think they're necessarily expecting a quick fix. Can this be a step? Um, yeah, it absolutely can be. Unfortunately, it does. It is going to come with a little bit of, of risk. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I guess just bringing up the battle of the sexes again. I mean, I've been doing a lot of research into sort of what this was like. And it was it was a circus where Billie Jean King was presenting like a piglet to Bobby Riggs because she was making like this campy statement like, oh, yes, he's a, you know, a sexist pig or whatnot. Like, I think that just shows that, yeah, in 50 years, we've come a long way. The fact that these are two people that have a lot of respect for each other. And, you know, they, there is, there's mutual admiration here while with, with Bobby Riggs, I mean, who knows, maybe it was, he was just sort of putting on a show, but in the year of 2024, that's not really what this is about. This is about how can these two players open up the the audience for the WNBA. I mean, I think that is the intention here. And as you said before, the WNBA's numbers keep going up and up and up and up. And it's becoming, going from something that people have deemed to be niche, it is going from that to becoming a mainstream sport that people are starting to really know and really get to know. And so an event like this, it it helps create, I guess, more um, casual fans, which is sort of mm-hmm. what I, WNBA is missing. It's missing sort of the, the casual fans that the NBA has. You know, the mm-hmm. W, and I'm sure you know, because we both cover W fans too. These people are like ride or dies. I mean, they come in droves. They travel with their signs. I mean, it's it's something. So it's sort of just thinking like, well, what is a story? What is a storyline that is going to captivate the casual fan? And this is one. This is one that that 50 years later from the Battle of the Sexes, we can sort of look and be like, huh, like this is how we've evolved over time. This is a marker that helps us evolve over time. It's another step, which is what you just said. And, you know, I mean... While while I'm sure Sabrina is going to feel some sort of pressure, um, I think it's a different type of pressure than what Billie Jean King felt 50 years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. like she, Margaret Court, one of her colleagues lost to Bobby Riggs and she was like, oh my God, like if someone doesn't beat him, then what's going to happen to women's sports? And so what you said was the good news is that regardless of what happens, women's sports isn't going anywhere, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, this isn't they the competitors. This isn't this isn't battle of the sexes. This is battle of the shooters. Right. Yes. This isn't about gender supremacy. It's about shooting supremacy and skill. And and that has been the epi- that has been at the epicenter of the promotion. That's how I think the people that are interested are viewing it. And that's the, the intrigue for me. Right. Seeing Sabrina Ionescu go 37 to 40. What, what can she do now? What can Steph Curry do now? How, how will they bring the best out in one, one another? What will that what will the pressure of that stage where there's not eight competitors or six contestants or whatever? It's one-on-one, mano-a-mano. Let's see what you got. So, you know, regardless of the rhetoric, that's going to be there for a long time anyways. We just we, – we know that. 
it, th- th- this event is for the people that are open-minded, that are choosing not to to look at it that way and who are choosing um, to respect great shooters and great competitors and, and who want to have fun because basketball and sports are supposed to be fun. All-Star Weekend is supposed to be fun. And I think this is a lot of fun for, for Steph, for Sabrina. We, we, we felt their energy on that call, the enthusiasm they had uh, for basketball fans in, in general, for fans of, of three-point shooting, which is such a big part of the game. Let's have some fun with this this weekend. It, it doesn't have to be serious. It doesn't have to be rooted in oh, gender superiority. Nah, none of that. Let's just see who the better shooter is on this particular night. Absolutely. And they'll be doing this on an LED court, which I'm <laughs> sure is going to be sort of strange. But it, I mean, it looks cool, but I just wonder how that's going to affect Steph and Sabrina because it's with like the lights and all of that. I mean, it should be very interesting. Before we go, I do want to sort of talk some predictions. Doesn't have to be specific. Um, I have one in mind. If you want me to go first, and then I'll I'll step um, right up. You got it. Yes. So my prediction is that this thing is back and forth and back and forth up until the end. Uh, I'm gonna say that Steph wins it at the very last moment possible. <laughs> That's my prediction. I got you. Um, I think I think they're both gonna have great showings too, right? I think knowing what's going into this knowing that the level that they've collectively performed at in high pressure settings before, uh, I think they're going to both come out, come out and shoot the lights out. And, and I'm with you. Right. I, I think, you know, I've, I, Steph, I've, I haven't been around Sabrina. Obviously I have been around Steph. He's got that. You know, we see what he's doing with the Warriors right now. 36 threes, his last four games that equals an NBA record set by Steph Curry. He's in, he's in his own. So uh, he's in his own for the Warriors. I think he's going to be in his own this weekend, but, but we'll see, right? That's as they say, that's why they shoot the shots. We don't know. I just, I just, what I think is uh, it's going to be a great time, a fun event and and two great shooters are going to put on a heck of a show for, for people that love basketball and that love the skill at the highest level. And if Sabrina Ionescu hears this, she probably will put me on blast. But anyway, Thank you so much for making Locked on Women's Basketball your first listen every day. And I want to give a huge thank you to Sam Gordon for hopping on the show today. Sam, where should people find you and follow your work? Yeah, thank you for having me, Jackie. Um, I, you can find me at Twitter. Again, I call it Twitter X for those that, uh, for those that don't, at by Sam Gordon. Uh, and then all our work, all our Warriors coverage on, you know, on San Francisco Chronicles website. You got it. Well, and then reminding you all that uh, Locked On has the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It is Locked On Sports today. But anyway, this has been Jackie Powell and Sam Gordon. And we are signing off. Have a good weekend, all. Welcome You are Locked On Women's Basketball.